0: Welcome to the Almost Daily podcast. This is episode 247 and I hope you know that nothing changes until you do. Until you decide and you have to be the one to decide. I can tell you until I'm blue in the face, sometimes I do, um that you have to really Jump off of the diet roller coaster and focus on building habits, stacking those into routines, and doing the best you can consistently to to really lose a meaningful amount of weight and keep it off um, and that it takes time but until you decide bringing this back to you, this entire <laughs> This is all going to be about you because you have to be the one to make make the choice on this. Um, until you decide that you're tired of playing into the nonsense of starting and stopping, of 21 days to do this, 10 days to do that, 14 to do this, 30 for that, 60 for this. I need to jumpstart. I need to restart. I need to to get something going here. I I, I just I need to lose weight. I need to get started. I need to get my mind right. I need to be consistent. I need to be good. I need to, I I need to stop being bad until you decide that you're done participating in this garbage. That is diet culture. You're not going to be successful. Like you're not, you may lose some weight here and there and you might be able to do a couple posts on Instagram and look at this. I lost this much weight. Look at me, new, me, new, me, new, me. I feel great until life hits you again. I mean, we all have the ups and downs of day-to-day life, and we all have things when it comes to, you know, everything we eat comes down to choices. Every time we exercise, it comes down to a choice, like, and sometimes you're going to make the choices that, you know, if if we had the old behavior chart, like from when you were in elementary school and you would get the little sticker, like, you know, sometimes you're going to make those choices that are g- going to get you the sticker. Sometimes you're going to make those choices that get your name written on the board and you don't make it to, reso- to recess, <laughs> You don't get to go outside for recess. Um, but like, <clears throat> as long as you're focusing on tactics and thinking there's going to be a tactic that gets you to where you want to be and you're going to be happy, you're not going to be successful. So like all these things are tactics. Okay. Weight watchers, tactic, keto, tactic, diet bets, tactics, um, um, you know gym memberships but themselves tactics running groups tactics um fasting tactic i mean you can you can try these things all day long and if you have not developed solid habits around not only eating and exercise but a solid relationship with yourself you're not going to be happy, and you're really not going to be successful because you're going to continue to do this diet stuff again. Now, th- this is even including somebody that maybe takes the weight off or takes off a fair amount of weight, and then but then six months later they're doing the same thing. Well, I need to restart. I need to restart. Your life is not a restart. And what's happened is that we've all been convinced that... We have to be on a plan, and that if we're not following that plan, we're somehow failing and then we get into our own head because it's been reinforced not not only by the particular product community brand whatever um, well product or brand, but the community as well. I'm gonna tell you guys like when you scroll through Instagram and you see what you know people talking about. They're, uh, they it's their process, you know, their weight loss journey. And they're talking about like how good, how good they were, but then they've been bad and they screwed up and that, you know, they need to get things together and they really just, you know, they, they thought they were out of the woods, but then something happened again. And like this level of intensity around day to day life and putting a stamp of good and bad with how you're eating and and how many times you've worked out, how intense your workouts were, how many calories you burned. I mean, like, it's wrong. And I don't care how many thousands of posts you see that say it's right. The vast majority of people have a broken relationship with food and, and weight loss and fitness and the active lifestyle. It's messed up, man. It's absolutely messed up. And see, as as I've gone on here, I've gone along with the podcast, and as I've I've continued to spend a lot of time in the um social media communities, as I've started to do more uh one on one work with clients, it's not about figuring out what the trick is gonna be, what the tactic is gonna be. All those tactics work. If you're grounded in foundational habits and a foundational mindset, they all like, I mean, there isn't everything I named before, whether it's a diet plan or whether it's fasting or whether it's, you know, a diet bet, like they can all work if you're starting from the right place. But if you're not starting from the right place, none of it's going to work. All the case studies that you read about of people that were successful, one, there's usually not a lot of long-term follow-up on that. Like they've just gone through the program. This is their day one. Here's their, their last day of the program. You don't get to see what, what uh, Sally, Sally Fitness is doing five years later because there's not that kind of a follow-up because that's not what what... The diet industry is focused on the diet industry is focused on you following a program if you're one of the few and it it is a small percentage typically that has jaw dropping just initial success, but that's what they want to focus on if you're one of those people, then yeah they'll highlight you and then they can press they can push their message out to more people so I mean, you know, and I'm, as I'm trying to put my coffee down, and as you guys know, like, um, I record these in my car, these podcasts, a lot of them, for the closest thing to soundproof that I have, and I'm sitting in my garage, I forgot to turn the garage light on, so I'm sitting in the dark, and I'm trying to figure out where to put my coffee, Um, anyway, (laughs) so, you know, they don't, the the diets aren't interested in the long-term success, I mean, they'll they'll say, look, it, it would be nice to have you know, for them, like if they've got longevity with a program. And I know that there's, uh, I know that there's a, a lifetime thing with Weight Watchers. I think it's, now I, I definitely may need to be corrected on this, but I think it's, you hit a certain, you hit a certain milestone and then your membership to Weight Watchers is free for the rest of your life. Um, but that actually, I'll tell you what, that actually touches on something else that bugs me. Uh, when a program basically doesn't have any type of of um of exit strategy. Like you're dependent on that program forever. Uh I do want to say again right now and this was uh, mentioning on something that I said last week. Um my goal is if you're working with me that you develop the habits to where you don't necessarily need me, but uh we will still be friends for life. Emily. Emily and I will be friends for life. You and I will be friends for life. Um so yeah, but but you have to you know the the thing at some point is you have to be able to maintain the the results that you've gotten and the lifestyle that you've developed and really the only way to do that is to start with the foundational habits and to build upon that. Um, if you're so real quick, we'll get into the tactics. Okay, like, like let's let's put everything to the side when it comes to to weight loss. We're gonna put all the 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 gimmicks, we're going to put all the diets, we're going to put all the research and all that other stuff to the side. The The tactics are that you need to follow an eating plan or build your own. My Fitness Pal is a great tool for this. Um, and the way that you would build your own eating plan is for the first couple of weeks, just track all the food that you're eating. Kind of see where you fall. Nothing's good, nothing's bad, none of that. You just want to see how many calories you're eating in a day. And then you know, at the end of that two weeks, then you're going to start doing a progress update. And then, um, you then would go right along, you know, continue going along, uh, doing the same thing for two weeks. And then you do the progress update again, which progress update is you get on the scale, you do a waist measurement, you take photos and you know, you're, you're just collecting data. And then gradually what you want to find out is what's the lowest amount of calories that you can eat, but still still feel satisfied. And how you really kind of gauge that is that at night when you go to bed, you're not really hungry, but then when you wake up in the morning, you're ready to eat. So, you know, you're not, you, you haven't eaten so little that you're going to wake up in the middle of the night that you're starving. Um, you're feeling satisfied, but then you wake up in the morning and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna drink my water, probably get my coffee. Cause I, I know you guys are like me, like you drink your coffee and, um, but I'm ready to eat. So, you know, that, that eventually is what your gauge is. But at first you just get into the, the rhythm of seeing exactly how much food you eat. Cause most people don't know, um, or what they end up and, and you do not pay any attention. I know I say my fitness files, what you should use pay no attention to that automated calorie goal. You're not worried about the calorie goal yet. It's crazy to give you a calorie goal when you haven't even gotten into the rhythm of like tracking your food yet. But so you follow an eating plan. Or you build your own. I, I'm a, I, but again, like I love you building your own eating plan because you're gonna base it around the foods that you prefer to eat, regardless of how many carbs, fats, and or and, and proteins they have in them. Like you're eating it because you enjoy it, and because you're eating something consistently, it's it's you're getting into a rhythm and routine, and um, and, and that. That doesn't mean that these are the only five or however many foods that you eat. It means that these are kind of like, you know what? If you eat three or four meals a day, two to three of them are, are pretty much the same. They're pretty much automatic because it gets back to the whole consistency thing. So you, you build or you can follow one of the eating plans. That's the the eating tactic. The, the exercise tac- tactic, it's really funny because like there's all these really advanced workouts out there, but... For most of you guys, okay, that are are just trying to lose weight, you need to... Like, you could either get a gym membership. You know I love Planet Fitness, okay? Very clean facility, by the way, if you live here in Florence, Kentucky. It's fantastic. Um, Go through the Total Body Circuit, the Purple Machines. Do that twice a week. If you're doing Monday through Friday, do the circuit uh, on Monday and Thursday. That extra day of rest... Like not doing it every other day, doing it on the third day that is going to be a huge thing. So start doing the circuit, um, every other day it takes a, and you go through it. Um, at first it could be, maybe you only just go through it one time and then, you know, eventually you get to two or three, but it turns into a 30 to 45 minute strength training workout. And then the other three days of the week, you go in there and you do 45 minutes of cardio. And that can be uh, that can be walking with incline, which, by the way, is one of the best ways to build your endurance. You don't worry about speed on the treadmill. You worry about your incline. That's what really does it. I mean, you can burn more calories by running, but, I mean, wear and tear on your joints, man. When you look at the calorie burn on doing interval, walking intervals with an incline, where the interval really is, it's not the speed, it's the incline you're using, and you look at that calorie burn... Um, and taking into account the wear and tear and and how kind of your body feels when you're done and compare it to running on a treadmill, you're going to be like, man, that's good enough. I'll go for this. Or, you know, also the stair climber, my favorite type of cardio, burn a ton of calories on that thing quick. So yeah, you have two days of strength training, total body circuits, and then you do cardio workouts for about 45 minutes to an hour the other days during the week. And if you miss one, because, you know, things happen, you just pick one up on the weekend. Or you have weeks where maybe you got three workouts instead of five or four workouts instead of five. That happens. But we're not worried as much about that individual week as we are the overall picture. So if you're trying to figure, if you're, tra- if you're following that type of exercise plan over the course of a year, I don't care what like individual weeks or in some cases, honestly, even months look like, you know, you could be shooting for five days a week, but maybe you're averaging two because you've had a really, really stressful time at work or at home. doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> and then water, you get your water. I think the easiest way to get your water from, you know, a tactic standpoint, let me get a drink of my water here. Again, I'm like in the dark. I hope I don't pour this down the front of me. That'd be bad. I think the easiest way to, to get water is to start drinking early on. Start your day drinking water. Um, before you even eat something or while you're getting your coffee, you know, have, a big thing of water there. I have a I have a water bottle that's like sixty seven ounces. It looks like a like a lantern. But I just I I work on that while I'm at home. I start you know, I, I start my day with that. And then when I'm out and about I have a twenty four ounce tumbler that I take with me. Always getting my water. And you you have to be like you just have to be force like not forceful. You just have to be purposeful about it. I if you want to get your water, you'll get your water. Um, that's like Gary Cantrell gets a gallon a day just because he does it. He's like, I got my water on no matter anything else. He gets his water on and you do this. Then you end up doing the same thing with the workout. And then it's like, cause you start out. Okay. No matter, no matter what, I'm getting my water in. And then it's like, well, no matter what I'm getting my workout in. Um, so, and, and then if you don't have a gym, so, so let's back up there. Get a set of resistance bands, the body elastic bands. Uh, I love, because I was, I was using those when I was doing group fitness and personal training. I love them, love them, love them. Um, you use those, you can work out at home. You can uh, use those with any of the Beachbody workouts. You can use those with Fitness Blender. Um, or you can use it with the uh, Pro Coach workouts from Your Level Fitness. Um, so yeah, I mean, you you can make the workouts... Work for you. And again, strength training, 30 to 45 minutes. Cardio, 45 to 60 minutes. Cardio could just be out running errands. You ever do that? You ever like put your Fitbit on workout mode while you're in the grocery store? High-intensity interval shopping? You ever do that? That might just be around the holidays. but, um, But those are the tactics, guys. Follow an eating plan. Build your own is my preference. Exercise regularly. Again... A five day a week program, just having a membership at planet fitness or one of the chain gyms and doing the, the circuits, the strength circuit, total body circuit for, um, 30 to 45 minutes. And then, um, having those cardio days where you're, you're, um, 45 to 60 minutes. And if you want to do some, you know, what you could do awesome That what you could also do that would be fantastic. is okay. You're, you're doing your, on your strength training days, you're in there for 30 to 45 minutes. Do your warm-up on the stair climber. Knock out 50 floors. Knock out 100 floors. Take part of the challenge. Actually, you knock out 50 floors, Floors, you still take part in the challenge. Um, those three things. Like, you do those three things, everything else starts to fall, in, fall into place. Now, you want to go a little bit more advanced than that. You can do the thing that I, I still really struggle with the thing that i have a pro- that i have uh i wish i was a lot better at and that's having the nightly routine uh so you sleep better so i mean i've told and like that that's another point too like you're not going to be perfect on this because we're not performance athletes and when i say performance athletes i mean we're not getting paid for our athletic performance if you're getting paid for athletic performance, you're not listening to my podcast on like how to actually do this stuff. You have coaches, you have a team of people, you have a regimen. And if you're a regimen, then yeah, you're probably having to, to do this stuff perfectly. It's a, that's a completely different mindset and that's a completely different situation. The rest of us that, that are just, you know, making a living doing something else or managing a household or whatever it is we're doing, like those of us that have more traditional lives, um, we're trying to fit this stuff in. We're trying to fit fitness into our life and not the other way around. We're not trying to take this like really advanced, um, program and just make our life fit into it because that eventually fails. And that's what, see, that, that's what a lot of people do when you, when you start looking at food lists and you start looking at, at, um, some of these work, these really advanced workout programs, like you are trying to fit your life into a workout routine and into somebody else's best practices. And that never works. You need to be able to develop your own, your, your own, your own practices, your own processes. But it starts with where your mindset is and being able to decide that you're not going to participate in the, in the super quick results culture, that this is a lifelong thing. It's funny to me because, like, I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and when you're when you're in your thirties, you're still very, very young. I've told you guys probably on an almost daily basis since my birthday. I'm thirty seven now. I don't feel thirty. Like this is not what I thought thirty seven was going to feel like. I feel better at 37 than I did at 27 at 27. I was freaking out thinking like I was behind on everything and like I was never going to get to where I wanted to be. And, you know, I was, was always in a hurry and, um, you got time. That's the biggest thing with weight loss. You have time. This nonsense of trying to, you, you can't control the speed at which you lose weight. Meaning, you can't say, I'm going to do the six-pound plan this week, follow it to a T, and lose six pounds. Everybody's different. And some weeks, your body's going to respond based, you know, like, I'll tell you what. You want to have a dramatic weight loss week? Eat a lot of salty foods and um, salty processed foods the week before. And then, like, right after you get done eating, at night, weigh yourself. And then... um, for the next week, follow the, uh, just one, you could just start going into your regular routine and and you'll drop a fair amount of weight. Or if you really want to be dramatic, then you would restrict carbs. Not completely cut them out, just restrict them. I mean, you'll see that major, that major drop on the scale, you know, that, that I, I need, I need that motivator. No, you don't. No, what you need to do is you need to change your relationship with the active lifestyle you're trying to build and realize that that number on the scale is has no determination and you it, it doesn't determine your value or your worth to this community or to in some cases with some folks honestly in your in their life again if you're doing the things which is you're following an eating plan hopefully building an eating plan to the best of your ability exercising regularly uh getting your water in and then you know trying to have a a nighttime ritual for sleep and even stress management if you if you're trying if you're trying well let's back up if you're trying just the eating and the exercise and the water plan cuz that that's those are the big 3 if you're trying those you're going to be successful if you keep doing them if you stop looking at each individual way in like week one versus week two or day one versus day three and putting some kind of like stop putting a BS label on it man oh I gained two pounds who cares I lost 0.7 pounds who cares now look I'm I I will always 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 celebrate the crap out of anything I can you get a point two pound loss I'm gonna throw a parade Cause I know that if you've been part of this diet culture for a while, you've you've had enough opportunities to beat yourself up over like the scale number. So I'll celebrate the losses on the scale. And then when there's a gain or when you're frustrated by the amount that isn't lost, I mean I'll be the one to tell you, look, that stuff doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't. It's a data point, guys. But you thinking that you need to like, I, I need to jumpstart. I need to restart. I need something to just kick me in the ass so I can get going. You are going. You've been at this. In most cases, you guys have been at it for years. You've been going. You haven't started. You don't need to, or excuse me. You're You're not at a point where you're just starting. You don't have to restart. Like you just have to continue on, but you got to fix what's going on in your head until you change your thought process about this that this is not a race, that this is something that you're, you're, you're building habits. Like you build habits now so that you're doing this stuff later and you're not completely going like you're, you're not making yourself crazy. Now, look, you're going to build these habits and you're still going to have, like, if you're, if you're, you know, still recovering from diet culture, which you will be, I mean, cause I go, shoot, I go through them too. There's times I'll eat stuff and I'll be like, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I eat that, or I am slacking on my workouts and all this. But see, I've also trained that other voice in my head to be like, Nope, we're good. <laughs> you gotta develop that coach voice. And that's another thing. Is you are you need to be on the same page with yourself. This nonsense of like, oh, your only competition is yourself. You're not competing with yourself, dude. Again, like this is something that you that has been common place or at least commonly thought of, of like highly successful competitive athletes that they're competing with themselves. And I I think it's been, it's been transferred over to everyday life to where there's a notion that if you're trying to do something that you're in competition with yourself, look, the voice you hear in your head is the voice you hear more than anything else, you are in your own head. I am in my own head. Everybody is in their own head. Why are you going to have that per, that voice competing with you? It's unnecessary. That that voice develop the second one because that voice will be there. Like you'll always be like, oh, you need to do better. Get the other voice that's like, no, you're fine. Get used to hearing that voice. Give that voice the power to be stern and to the point. But encouraging, you don't need to be your own competition. You need to be your own coach. And that's the other benefit of this podcast. I'm in your ear telling you what you need to do until you're in your ear telling you what you need to do. Now, a nice benefit of this is I I have people message me that are like, ah, I heard your voice when this was going on. Yes, it's working. (laughs) I wanna give you um I wanna give you the tools that you need to be successful when you're when you're out navigating the world and being hit by these stupid diet messages. Or when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see that somebody's lost however much weight and you're like, Oh, it's not me. I need to be where they are. I'm a failure. First off, stop it. You're not. And secondly, you don't know the entire story. Um but you 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 have to have the habits and you have to have the mindset. And it has become very clear to me that instead of telling you guys about tactics on how to lose weight, because the tactics are out there and we can talk about them. Like I but I prefer to talk about tactics in the context of your situation. Um, I'll get messages from clients that'll you know, like they'll ask me about a certain thing. Um a tactic. Like the, the the thing right now is the 10 day diet. Like, I guess it's, it's super low carb. Um, and you know, one of my clients who's very, very, very consistent with how she eats, um, and just kind of her temperament on this stuff overall. I'm like, yeah, you can do it if you want, but she gets bonus points. Lindsay, you get bonus points for this. She was like, But this program seems really strict. I want to do my version of it first. And I I, like, I just, I, I couldn't do the virtual fist pump enough times. Because, you know, she's taking a tactic. She's going to do her version of it first. And then if she wants to go through and do the full version, she's going to transition to it. But see, that's the kind of the, like that's the way you need to look at this stuff. You need to look at the the highly marketed, glossy things and say, "How can I adapt this to my preferences?" If you know what your preferences are, if you know what your tendencies are, the problem is most people don't know. You have people out there saying, "I'm I'm doing intuitive eating," but they have no idea. Like they've they have not built they've not built. um a foundation of habits or know what their preferences are. So intuitive eating is they're just eating whatever they want. See, the thing about intuitive eating, if you're actually getting down to it, is it, it it takes a fair amount of thinking up front because you're really deciding whether or not I want to eat that particular type of food or how much of it I want to eat. And when I say up front, I mean like the most the most workload you're going to do on intuitive eating is – after you've developed your habits and you're ready to try it. So you've got pretty solid eating habits. But then, you know, for the first, probably the first couple of weeks, you're going to be scrutinizing every meal that you have before you eat it. Because you're you're going through, and when I say scrutinizing, it's not all bad, but it's work. Like you're deciding if whether or not you're going to eat this thing or if it fits in. And if you really want it and if you really want that much of a quantity. Now it's time, that much that Large of a, of a portion size. Now it gets easier as you go along. I mean, you're still thinking about your food choices before you eat them sometimes. Sometimes they're just automatic, but it gets easier as you go along. But it's not one of these things where you see a post on Instagram try intuitive eating. You're like, oh, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to eat what I want until I'm full. Yeah, okay. How much leg work have you done on that? Like, are you prepared? Do you have the foundation? Do you have the habits? No, you're gonna just eat what you want to eat, and, that, and you're gonna feel great for a couple of days doing that, and then you're gonna get on the scale and you'll be like, "Ah, I'm doing intuitive eating. I don't know why I gained three pounds. It's the end of the world." You see it all the time, and it's not just intuitive eating. It's like it's like any of them, man. If you set the foundation in your head first. You develop the mindset that all this stuff is choices. Like, you're going to make choices around what you eat, how you exercise, how you manage your life. You have to be okay with the choices you make. Beating yourself up from choices because of the choices you make is a waste of time, a waste of energy, and it's really going to make you upset. Here's the cool thing about choices. You're one choice away from from making a better one. As a matter of fact, like if I, I, I can crush some pizza, man. Like give me a large, I can split a large with somebody and probably eat the vast majority of it. Um, you give me a medium, especially if it's a medium thin crust. Um, I love medium thin crust from Domino's by the way, like get bacon and pineapple on it. Yes. Light cheese. Cause that actually saves calories. So by getting a medium instead of a large getting light cheese, And uh, getting thin crust, i probably save, it's at least over 100 calories a slice. So there you go. But I can crush pizza. But the funny thing is, like sometimes if I've crushed an entire medium pizza, I'll eat a banana. Well, why would I do that? I'm not hungry. I'm choosing to eat produce. I've already made a choice to get back on track. Well, that's stupid. That's just an extra 100 calories you didn't need. In my head, it works. Cause I've already made the choice. See, I, I've transitioned from pizza to eating a banana. And usually if I've eaten the pizza, I, I need to drink water too. Usually drink more water than, you know, like you, you just set this up and realize that you're one choice away. Like you, if you really, really hate the choices you made, make a better one. Like right now, I wasn't even hungry. Okay. Then cool. Then say, I'm making the choice to not eat right now. Like I'm done doing this. I'll eat again when I'm hungry, whether that's tonight or tomorrow or whenever. You just have to be okay with the choices you make. Getting down on yourself is just like, it doesn't, it's not helpful. And I realize, look, everybody's got a history. And some people have a history where there's a lot more going on with their relationship to to food than just, we need to make choices. And for goodness sakes, if you think that you need to talk about your history with food, whatever's going on in your life, get professional help. I don't know what that process looks like for you. I don't know if you need a doctor's referral. Um, But get the help that you need. Because there's a lot to it but the foundation of of weight loss is your mindset and your habits. And once you focus on those and realize that this is a life long process for you. Until you do that, you're just going to be on the diet roller coaster. None of it is going to work. Not not really. And it's because see what happens is like If you're not solid with the habits, if you don't fall back into those, and if you don't have the mindset to where you're okay with making choices, you're going to lose the weight and be miserable. You'll be happy initially. You're going to be like, yes, I hit the gold and you'll be excited and you should be. But then like when the stuff creeps back in, when maybe you've lost too much weight to where if you eat a sandwich, you gain seven pounds. And you're like, oh my gosh. You, you then are either pushing to maintain that weight loss or the worst case, you're still not happy. You lost the weight. You thought it was going to make you happy and it didn't. That's why it's important right now that you really get in to your mindset and your habits while you're trying to lose weight. Because it takes practice. It takes time. You're all, you are going to get tripped up eventually, or excuse me, you will always get tripped up to some extent, certain situations. It's all, it's all in how you respond to it. So, but I I just, I, I can't, I see people clinging, well, grasping desperately to get this stuff started, to see some kind of, of meaningful result in their eyes. And it's sad to see. Because if they would just look at the situation that where they are right now and really focus on developing that mindset and really getting those habits around eating and exercise and water and lifestyle management in order, they'd be happy. And the weight wouldn't have anything to do with it. If you do this stuff regularly, your weight's going to take care of itself. But you know, most people don't get there. They 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 buy into the hype. Whether that hype was pushed by a brand itself, or while it was whether it was pushed by a brand ambassador or somebody on Instagram that's that's influencing their decision. They're so desperate, and it's time for it to stop. Um, I want to know your thoughts. What's your thoughts on making this change of not focusing on the tactics, but focusing on your mindset and your habits? You can DM me. I'm at your level fitness on Instagram, or you can email me. That's Daryl at your level com. D A R Y L at your level Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say in this episode. <laughs> um, Just please look at this as a lifelong thing. There is no time limit. You will figure it out, provided that you continue to do the best that you can and focus on the things that are within your control that matter. Again, developing solid habits and your mindset. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. So let me know your thoughts. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.